0: Sunday night game's not even been played, Ray, and I'm already in the finals. Yes. You know? I do know I, I don't even have to watch the game tonight. It has no effect on whether I make the finals. But it's going to be an exciting I game I blew out way. Benny.
1: I blew him out of the water, dude. We're talking, of course, about the Raisin Brent Fantasy Football League. Final Four is going on this past weekend. Brent, isn't that exciting?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was exciting when I won easily. And friend of the show and special guest
1: Benny Arthur going up
0: against Brent. I think he had a little bit of a chance going into the Sunday night game, Dallas-Philadelphia. I had DeMarco and Des Bryant, and I need 13 points. Which is pretty standard for both of them to get at you least points. You would think you points. would be just fine. And then when Philadelphia muffs the, the opening kickoff and Dallas recovers at the 10. Are you allowed to say that on the air? What's that? Yes. Okay, just checking. Uh, that removed all doubt, okay. I believe. Don't you think, Ray? I mean, <laughs> uh, when, when when DeMarco scored a touchdown a minute into the game, I was like, okay, now I need six points the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, I think we're good here.
0: Yeah, and I ended up getting four more touchdowns, by the way, from him and Dez combined. Five total. Five total.
1: You need six points. You got four Touchdowns. Uh, well, I will say you know. as I, I picked the Eagles to win that game in our pick league and mm-hmm. you picked the Cowboys. And right after they bizarrely completely flubbed the opening kickoff and Dallas recovered to start the game on like the 15 yard line or whatever, immediately I was like, can I change? Can I change my pick? Because I already see exactly where this game is going. And even then the Eagles, they fight all the way back. They get the lead 24, 21. Mm-hmm. And then Dallas just takes it right away from them. Yep. Takes their takes their lunch money. Makes them cry, but yes, congratulations to Brent. You or you made the money.
0: Hey, I'm in the money, and I'm one win away, Ray, from winning that trophy. I
1: don't want to think. I don't want to be sitting in here having to stare at that trophy. That'd be like having a Ruxin uh, every single. It's gonna uh, be amazing. The every trophy, trophy
0: with with my you know with my team name on it. Mm.
1: Now, uh, now, who are you going to be playing against? I well, guess that's is the question still I have. to
0: be determined. You
1: know? I think it'll probably be. Jeff the Cutler did it the Cutler did it. the team that put me out of the playoffs mm-hmm. with one player Le'Veon Bell yeah and mm-hmm. basically him and Jay Cutler scored about 70 80 points enough to almost beat my entire hundred by by themselves
0: he has not won yet but he has three players left on Monday Night Football yikes and he needs 20 points that's so, not not for sure Z not for sure but the, and to give full
1: credit who's he playing against
0: He's playing against oh oh uh,
1: loving an elevator, loving an elevator,
0: maybe, aka maybe. the Ray Rice upon pun, no good, yeah. Frierson, our buddy Frierson. Hey, good
1: job, Frierson. You know why you're lucky, Frierson? Because you didn't play me last round. Mm. I would have beat you. You know who
0: was lucky the whole season though was, was Benny. I mean, look, we give it up to Benny. You you look, he made it to the semifinals. He, I mean, our standard scoring. A good team is going to score a little over a hundred. He. In this whole 15 weeks, you know yes. how many teams he faced that scored 100 points? Like two? Three. Three, okay. And one go. of them was this week when he lost. He, he had a game where somebody scored in the 50s and in the 60s and five times in the 70s, which is, that's, I mean, that's almost like seven guaranteed wins. I, he actually lost one of those games, too.
1: We give it up to Benny uh, Arthur for making the Final Four, despite the fact he scored less points than last place's <laughs> David Knowles
0: dandy team. Well, he, he scored points at the right time, I guess. Except not this week. He, this week it got blown out by me. Hey everybody! <sighs> hey, you've discovered the Brent Gloating Show. <laughs>
1: you discovered it you on know your what? AM Ray, dial. There's
0: fantasy football. It's a fickle mistress, Ray. And when you get in the finals, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk about it because you don't know when it will happen again.
1: Hey, you know, and I'll say right now, maybe I should be in the finals, except for the fact that the first round I got my but butt handed, handed to, to me. You. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, second most points in the entire leagues uh, all year long was scored against me in that playoff game. Well, Yikes!
0: You know, and to be fair, uh, the team I'm probably going against in the finals, he's got some monsters on his team, and I just we just found out today that DeMarco Murray, who's been my bell cow, Mm. broken hand.
1: Broken hand. But on the plus side, it's not the hand he holds the ball in. It's the hand
0: he uses to, you know, navigate traffic and and stiff-arm people with. Not the ball. He's not the, the hand he holds his ball in. Can we say that on the air? Yes. Okay.
1: In any case, we have a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week. And we've got to talk. I mean, there's so much football going on. We are really, this is the prime time right now of football. There's two weeks to go in the season. Your Detroit Lions are now in first place. The number two seed in the NFC after a very impressive come from behind win and a very talented Minnesota Vikings team. We also talk a little bit about uh, Johnny, Johnny football's debut
0: question mark. Mm Mm-hmm. Or was it debut? It was more like debutt Yeah,
1: that's what I would probably say right there.
0: Let's not bury the lead. It was the butt <laughs>
1: Definitely debutt so We also got to talk a little bit about MLB, all the trades going on involving uh, the Red Sox, the A's, and the, the White Red
0: Sox, Sox. And the Red Sox, and
1: the Red Sox. And also, did I mention the, the Red, Red Sox. Sox? Yeah, the Red Sox made a couple of moves. Yikes! And
0: half the Dodgers team is different now, too.
1: Half the Red Sox team is different. And then it got different again by half. Yep. So it's a lot of craziness going on. We're going to talk some amazing race right before the finale this weekend, which is very exciting. We got our picks, our favorites. Mm -hmm. We're going to do all of that after three seconds of The Barge. Was this past week not the best week we've had in a long time to troll fan bases we don't like? Mm -hmm. I mean, look. We've got Green Bay Packers, my least favorite team in the world, going to Buffalo.
0: More more unfavorite than, um, is that a word, uh, than the Bears?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. As, as an NFC North guy, I actually hold no animosity towards the Bears. I'll give them a gentle ribbing, but I will say overall, uh, Bears fans have been very, very nice to me throughout my life. There hasn't been those examples of those really obnoxious ones. Like uh, a few a few years ago in 2010, I believe when the Calvin Johnson play happened, right? And the bears quote unquote beat the lions to start the season. I was out at a bar and the Calvin Johnson touchdown play happens and then it gets taken off the board. Bears quote unquote, win the game. I'm outside in the street afterwards, just sort of hanging out waiting for everybody to get together so we could leave. And I had no less than a half dozen different bears fans come up to me on the street, shake my hand and apologize and said, we don't want to win like that. You guys deserve to win. We did not deserve to win today. I just want to say I apologize for the ineptitude of the refs.
0: Packers fans don't do that. Well, but they don't ever have a game close enough against you guys to ha- have that happen. No, we usually win by a lot. Yeah, so that's you guys destroy fair. them. So <laughs> Just saying. Let's go by recent history. <laughs> that's right.
1: But uh, no, Bears fans I hold no grudge towards because their fans have always been good to me. Packers fans are typically obnoxious. I mean, in any fan base, I know a few good people in there, but overall, they're just a bunch of, of frat boy d bags or uh, bandwagon fanatic fans who uh, only li- started liking the Packers when Aaron Rodgers started going there, or you know, they grew up in Burbank, born and raised, and suddenly they're lifelong Packer fans. I don't get that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Vikings, the Vikings are just d bags. I never really liked them, but they're so relevant right now, you can't really get mad at the fan base.
0: Yeah, I mean they probably should have won yesterday but I dare you i mean they probably should have yes yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna fight it but uh you know what the good teams win games like that yeah and at 10 and 4 your lines good team but you had the packers they go to buffalo and lay an egg you have johnny Manziel. we'll talk about that mm. a little bit uh, i know you don't, don't want to. to yeah you don't want and to so
0: it's doesn't there's not even anything to. T- i mean there's literally nothing to talk about i mean there is but like there's nothing there. It's fantastic. And then for you know, we have the
1: 49ers. 49ers absolutely get all their dreams dashed versus mm. Seattle in a very winnable game. Yep. That game was hanging out. There was it 7 to 3 at the half.
0: Yeah, and very you winnable did you game. see the end of the first half? Yes. When they they almost scored a touchdown. But they, um, they didn't. I think they they got an interception. They ran it back till then the they got tackled down at the 15. So they could have been up 14 3 at halftime. Didn't happen though. Didn't happen. Didn't happen.
1: You can dump on Raiders fans a little bit after your Chiefs pretty much smacked them down real hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's probably what we should have done a couple weeks ago. It would have been nicer oh, to do it twice. But, uh, you I mean, know. In order to make the
1: playoffs and all. Yeah, right. It would have been nice
0: to not lose yeah. to the worst team in football. Well, now we have to pretty much win out, I believe. I and don't if even, we win is out. Is winning out even
1: going to be enough? Oh, yeah.
0: We're, we're in the seventh spot right now, and Pittsburgh's one game ahead of us. We beat okay. Pittsburgh. We have the tiebreak on Pittsburgh. Okay. And you play Pittsburgh next. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough game. And then San Diego, you know.
1: That's a tough oh, game. Oh, yeah. Do you at least get uh, both of those at home?
0: No. No. Yeah. At Pittsburgh. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the Chiefs defense up against Le'Veon Bell. And I'm also not looking forward to playing him in fantasy next week. Yuck. Allegedly.
1: As far as we know. Yeah. So all these topics we should talk about. But of course, you know the topic I want to talk about first and foremost. The New York Jets.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: The Jets won 16-11 to in a mad romp against an alleged football team called the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. That's a team?
0: Well, I know they're an actual team because they did beat the Chiefs in week one. So they have potential to beat teams, but they have not done it very much at all this season since week one.
1: So what I hear you saying is since they beat the Chiefs in week one, they must have piled up the victory since then. They must be a very
0: good team. I just said that they don't, though. Oh, they've won two games all year. Yeah, so I said they haven't done that very much at all since then. They've only won one game since then. I wouldn't even
1: say that you could take the word very much at all. They haven't done it at all.
0: No, they've won one game since then. Fair enough. Not very much at all. (laughs) <laughs> that is not very much at all. That's grammar lessons for Ray.
1: Mm, nah, I'm on the radio. I don't okay. need to speak all good and stuff. <laughs> so the Jets. I mean, here's the question I have about the Jets game. Yes, it was an absolute abomination, like every Jets game has been this year, and it's
0: hilarious I fun to watch. The ugliest game. I love them though. They're so fun. You know what they had in that game? They had the. It was just like the end of that when Tebow beat uh, Pittsburgh in the playoffs that one year. They just like threw it. Be a. <laughs> Right over the guy, and he just ran it. Boop. Go. And Eric Decker just ran for a touchdown.
1: Oh, the Chiefs did that, too, in their game, to be fair. The, Nile Davis. What? Right over the top and gone.
0: No, but that was the winning points, though, is what I'm saying. like, Just oh, like it wasn't the Denver playoff. The Chiefs won 31-6. to 6, uh, Sir,
1: shouldn't have been the 31 winning to 13 points. There was almost a second, or third, I should say, Music City miracle. Oh, my goodness. As they take the final ring in a mad romp, and they're throwing the ball backwards, and the band's on the field. Mm-hmm. Mascots. Here's the deal, Ray. If that was me running,
0: the Jets wouldn't have won. The, oh, yeah. You would have bowled him over? That's right. Touchdown. Touchdown. I would now, have juked him. Juke. Touchdown. The question in my mind is... If or hit spin. But the worst thing is the guy just ran out of bounds. You have to throw it back to somebody. You can't you just run to out of bounds. make an effort.
1: Throw the ball on the other side of the field. See what can happen. Yeah. Got to do something. Now, if you're a Jets fan, though, as you're watching that, are you secretly hoping, like, oh, boy, I hope he scores? Don't, do you want the number one draft pick enough that even if you're a player on the field, I would say do if you, you say to yourself, you oh, got to
0: let him in? If you are cheering for them to lose, then you're not a Jets fan. Interesting. Yeah. But don't you want a high draft pick if you're the Jets? Those, this third win of the season potentially th- takes you out of the top five. Don't you think the Jets would rather get the, the lowest draft pick possible because they most assuredly are not going to do anything good with if they get the high pick, and they'll be they'll be made less fun of with taking the number five pick than the number one pick. This is the team that took Keyshawn
1: Johnson first overall, sir, and he won the Super Bowl for a different team. Mm-hmm. So clearly they know what they're doing yeah. when they have the first overall pick. <laughs>
0: Who else they take with a high pick?
1: Uh, DeBrickashaw Ferguson Yucks. seemed to remember that. And then all the Jets fans pointed at their heads and looked at mm-hmm. the camera, an image ingrained in my mind, they were like, yeah, we're smart. We're smart. Mark Sanchez is our quarterback, and we're smart.
0: Oh, Mark Sanchez. Remember when they were good? Remember yeah. when Mark Sanchez a couple weeks ago, everyone thought, oh, see? He's going to seamlessly run this Philadelphia offense.
1: He, he did a great job-ish. Mm. <laughs> As the uh, the Eagles crash down to the Cowboys. But uh, I love watching the Jets. Every game is a complete train wreck, and they're usually going to lose. That's why it would have been so appropriate had that guy broken it at the very Mm -hmm. end, pressed like one more spin move, and
0: then juked him and
1: gone right in the end zone. I'm glad
0: he didn't, though, because you and I both need that. We both picked the Jets, and we needed that win in the Picks League. This is also true.
1: And I also need it so I don't have to, you know... Wear swag or change my Facebook status updates. You're
0: you're, you're still going to do it because next week they're playing New England. They got this. (laughs) Jets got it. Going for the push. 41-13.
1: To be fair, though, if you are a fan of a comedy, uh, Top Story Weekly, this upcoming Sunday, I will be paying off my swag bet. Oh, yeah. I will be decked out in, what, Royals gear? What am I wearing?
0: Oh, yeah, Royals World Series gear.
1: Royals World Series gear. So if you're nearby the L.A. area, come by 8 p.m. The I.O. West Theater on Hollywood Boulevard Mm -hmm. for TV's Top Story Weekly. Are they on TV? Well, they're on my TV when I use the YouTube app. Are we doing uh,
0: shameless plugs right now, Ray?
1: Well, I just figured I'd uh, let people know I'm actually paying off a bet for a change.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. Well, you know, my new web series is out also. It came out last night. (laughs) Oh, did it, Brent? Tell me about it. Table for Two. Table for Two? You got to look it up on the YouTubes or we'll put it on our website. You know, the only thing that would make this show better is if Benny
1: Arthur was part of it. He is. What? Benny Arthur's in it too? Yep. Benny Arthur of the show? Yeah. It's called Table for Two and you can YouTube search it? Yep. What if I just YouTube searched Table for Two Brent Pope? Would I get it then?
0: You definitely would get it then. Wow, I should yeah. do that. Yeah, and we'll put it on our Facebook. Yeah,
1: why not? So you guys should probably check that out and stuff. Yep. So anyway, talking about uh, – we gotta we got to talk about it. It's the topic du jour, mm-hmm. Johnny Football. Can we call him Johnny Tebow? Or did Tebow get too many yards? <laughs> Can we call him Johnny Foosball? Maybe? Johnny Foosball. Because uh, if there was a point in the game in the second quarter – when Johnny Football had one yard total passing as, long, as well as one interception. Mm-hmm. But he at least paired that with negative six rushing yards. And then through that haul, he almost threw his second pick, except it was called back for a penalty. So his stat line would have been one yard passing, two interceptions, negative six rushing yards... Is this the new world for the Browns? Is this what we have to look forward to? Is this going to be my new Jets team? Am I going to turn into a Browns fan overnight because I love lack
0: of ability? You might. Um, you know, and he ended up with only 80 yards total passing. 10 for 30. 80 yards total passing. Two interceptions. Two
1: interceptions. Easily could have had five. Boy, I mean, one was a penalty. There were a couple that definitely should have been caught. Mm-hmm. This guy's a train wreck. I mean, tell me what you saw him do on the field.
0: Oh, I saw him running, uh, trying to do like, well, he was doing plays that Brett Favre would do, and Brett Favre would get picked off on those, running to his right and then throwing back to his left late over the middle. Only Brett Favre's got a lot stronger arm than Johnny Football. Johnny Football just sailing it out there. Just, yeah, like, leaving
1: oh, it. Like, it looked like he was doing stuff that worked in college.
0: Yeah, that's right. You're exactly right. The stuff he did in college, and we we're like, oh, man, he's a playmaker. Well, that stuff doesn't work in the NFL. You know what it stands for, Ray? Not for long.
1: Not for long when you play like that that's crap. That's right. <laughs> My goodness. But, yeah, because it seems like he doesn't really know the plays very well.
0: Okay, well, let me ask you this. And, you know, we could maybe revisit it in a couple weeks. But yes. I, I heard that he's still going to start next week. He's
1: going to start the last two games for sure. Okay. Cause...
0: So if he still is this terrible for the next two games... Do they give him a shot to start again next year, or do they need to start making other plans?
1: Well, that's a tough call if you're them, right? Because the Brian Hoyer, you've essentially alienated, despite the fact that he's probably the last Cleveland Browns quarterback to post a winning record in my lifetime, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe Bernie Kosar. But, uh, I mean, Derek Anderson maybe had a winning record there? Maybe. Because he had that one good year. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah, you've essentially taken the best quarterback you've seen in a while who wasn't playing well, who was stinking up the joints, yeah. and you have essentially shipped him out of town. Now, the issue is Johnny Football's right there. You traded away part of your future in order to make this guy the starting quarterback. You have to bend over backwards, right, in order to give him every single
0: opportunity to succeed. So they've got to give him a whole season at least next year. Y- you have
1: to, don't you? I mean, maybe you bring in one of those, like – like a Sean Hill type of a backup quarterback, like a veteran who can come in and maybe even bring back Derek Anderson.
0: I mean, it's a shame because he really does have some talented parts around him right now. So if they have to, yes. so it turns out that he is just this bad. They've wasted the, the really good years of like Joe Hayden and uh, Josh Gordon. Yes. And although this year like was that. already a wasted year for Josh Gordon. Well, yeah, here's the deal. He now they have loves Josh Gordon. the reefer. Now, now, He's actually back, and they still couldn't get him the ball.
1: They couldn't even get him the ball at all. Yeah, because I mean, all he did was like he would go to, he would lose his first read, and then he just tried to run around the pocket. But the thing that Johnny Football realized on Sunday was in the NFL, the defensive players are wicked fast. Mm-hmm. Like he cannot outrun them. No, uh, he cannot like zip
0: away from them. They have more moves than he does, and and they're way stronger than him. And he got sacked a couple times hard. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did like about the game, you got a little bored with it, but I loved it every time they just taunted him with the money sign. That, that's his money sign. That's
1: the other question that I have. How many times is that taunt until it gets old? How many times can you do that taunt before it's, uh, you're over it? Because they did um, it a good, like, 11 times or something during the
0: game. Here's the deal. I do that taunt until he becomes good. So you'll be doing the taunt forever? Yeah, I mean, if he as long as he's terrible, you're mocking him with it. If he becomes good, then you don't do it anymore.
1: I mean the issue is he's terrible and he still does the taunt himself. Yeah,
0: I know. He so- should
1: you know what he should do? Seriously now, because I'm over it. I'm over him doing it, I'm over the taunting of it. And this is some of my lines did it to him earlier this year, right? I think Johnny Manziel should do a press conference and says, I'm officially retiring the money sign. Mm-hmm. That is no longer that is no longer my catchphrase. Uh, and then he'll say You'll know my new one when you see it. Mm. As in that way he can wait till he becomes good and then have something in his back pocket because otherwise uh, I'm just it's just it's gets to be too much they were doing it on the field. I don't think
0: he's good enough to warrant having a a, a press conference saying that. No, no. I think he should be there's what I think. I think he should have to. He should be forced by the NFL because they have all these rules. He should be forced to forced anytime to do he it? does anytime he does a bad play, he has to do a bankrupt sign. Whatever that is, you know. <laughs> it's just it's uh, oh, just, I know, I know. Chapter he, 11. No, he he, he pulls his fake pockets out and holds his hands <laughs> like out. Like the Monopoly yeah, guy. And he holds his hands out like, no money.
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, my goodness. Now, I, that's a, that's what I want.
0: I think somebody should do that when they sack him. <sighs> sack him and then do the... Who can we tweet at? Oh, uh, Who are they playing this week?
1: Okay. The Browns play the Panthers this weekend. And that Panthers defensive line, I've seen it like mm-hmm. firsthand against my Lions this year. They can get after the quarterback. So, are we going to pick a bunch of defensive players and just send yeah. them a tweet, being like, "Just do this"?
0: I'm going to send out Luke Keekley Luke Keekley
1: I'm going to send linebacker. out any one of the defensive line who I can't name off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of your Detroit Lions, who scooped out a about win this week? Them? Uh, did you see who was the personal uh, uh, guest of Adama and Sue at the game?
1: Better not have been uh, Justin
0: Bieber. Oh wait, it no, it was Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. <laughs> He's
1: trying to become a billionaire. Yeah. And, I mean, Ndamukongsu, and, and I could speak to this as a Lions fan, he came out a week ago and said, my agent is going to pick my next team. Hmm. I will go to whatever team gives me the most money, the end. Which seems a little bit weird to
0: me. Shouldn't he have some say in the matter? I'm sure. He, how, I'm sure that he's just saying that, and he will have some say in the matter. How many times, though, do we see a free agent... And
1: we haven't seen a defensive lineman this good since maybe Reggie White.
0: I'll tell you this: that's a very LeBron type of answer. And what I mean is, it puts all of the if somebody hates him for leaving Detroit, it puts all of it on his on his, his marriage, agent on yeah. his agent. Yeah.
1: But I'm just saying, how many times we see an NFL free agent go to another team after they've shown success in a certain system mm-hmm. and then suck, and then just never get over the hump? Again, look at like Andre Wadsworth.
0: Well, you to be fair though, you know what kind of system Andomgansu really excels in? Everyone. Because he was were, a monster. But
1: they were saying the same about some of these other guys who kind of went around the league Mario and also bumboed out.
0: Darrell Revis, Mario Williams, they said that about him, right? Well, he went from one good defensive line team to another. Okay, well, I mean, he's still dominant. Uh, Darrell Rivas is a good example. He's been dominant this season.
1: But when he went to Tampa Bay for the money, he sucked and was almost out of the league. Wow. It took Bill Belichick bringing him in. It was just a bad or team. Give him a chance.
0: Just a bad team.
1: So, what happens if he when he signs with the Tennessee Titans? Or Indama N- Katsu signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars because they back up the Brinks truck to make themselves relevant. Well, and then nothing good happens.
0: Except it's sue time. That's it. You get the House of Spears.
1: I would be suing my manager for signing me with
0: Jacksonville. What about a guy like Albert Hainsworth?
1: Oh, Albert Hainsworth. You know what? When I said Andre Wadsworth, I think that's who I meant. Haynesworth, okay. the, the guy who went to similar guy went to the Redskins. I mean, not not too off. Uh, yeah, he went to the Redskins with this huge money contract, and then got fat, and then stopped playing football. And just didn't care and didn't care anymore because you know why? Because he had already gotten paid.
0: Like, I think good players can can mostly go to new systems. It's whether they want to pay want to play hard after they get their big contract. That's and what I
1: think I think if I was going to pick a guy who was going to play hard regardless of contract, it's Indominus Sue. Yeah, I'm still holding out hope though that the so Lions former husband. he's
0: going to play hard always Ray. Mm.
1: He'll at least play as hard as Alex Henry,
0: Mm-hmm. who didn't play very He played hard. He
1: just missed kicks. He missed, missed every kick. Oh. Yikes. But he Suh wants to be a billionaire. And I say, but here's the deal. I don't want him to go to a team like Green Bay because that would ruin my life. What I want is him to stay in Detroit because that would be great. But if he went to another team and what have you, is he going to become a billionaire going and playing for the Jets okay, next year? He be, says he
0: wants to play in New York. Let's be real, first of all. He's not hanging out with Warren Buffett just because he wants to be a billionaire. Dr. Tom Osborne. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete. Three national championships. He was the one who recommended to say, hey, Andomigan, I think it would be good for you to hang out with Warren Buffett. I think he's a good influence on him as far as planning ahead. I think Sue's one of those guys, that it's real easy for you to to play in the NFL and be like, you know what, I'm just going to spend all my money right now because I got it, right? It'll but always think, be there, right? But I think Warren Buffett's, uh is a very shrewd business guy. Obviously, he's one of the, what, top three most richest guys in the world.
1: Well, a guy like Warren Buffett's not a bad guy to put in your posse. Yeah. You
0: know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: Like, that's not a terrible uh, influence to be going forward.
0: And I heard him on the radio today. Warren Buffett, I mean, I know this because he's from Nebraska, and I'm from Nebraska, and Sue played for Nebraska, but Warren Buffett's hilarious. He's 84 years old, man, and that guy's like, he's total like your, your older uncle that just has all the corny jokes, but he's still really funny. <laughs> and he's also a bazillionaire. Oh, yeah. Which helps. Yeah.
1: You know who I find funny? Bazillionaires in my presence. Sometimes. They're always hilarious, especially Sometimes, when you're are. trying to get them to buy something from you.
0: Well, but I wasn't. I was just listening to him talk about, you know. But
1: didn't it feel like he was trying to buy something friends with LeBron.
0: From he went to the Detroit game, and they, they were wearing the Detroit jerseys. They were all wearing Sioux jerseys. And yep. guess what? Tonight, they're all wearing the LeBron jerseys at the, at the Cleveland Cavaliers game. It's so weird he- how that works. You hear what I'm saying is the Detroit Lions and the Cleveland Cavaliers are one and the same.
1: So they're both going to win the they're championship much this the year? Same.
0: Well, I don't think. I mean, LeBron probably will, yeah. Wow.
1: Hey, how about this? I woke up this morning, and the Detroit Lions are the number two seed in the NFC. They have gotten past the Packers. We still have a showdown in week so, 17, but where I stand right now, your Detroit yep. Lions in the driver's seat for the entire NFL
0: playoffs. You guys are in first place, and you shall remain there, I believe, until week 17. Wow. And then I believe you get knocked completely out of the playoffs. Oh, I don't think so. If we if we win
1: at Chicago, we guarantee a playoff spot.
0: Well, good. I hope you better hope for your sake, Ray, that they make the playoffs. Or it's trolling time. If the Lions fail to make the playoffs this year,
1: I don't know how I come back from that. (laughs) We might have to just fold the show because I won't ever
0: want to speak again. Chiefs need to win out, and I don't know if they can. They need a lot of help. It's going to be no. They don't need a lot of help. A lot of help. They need to win two games. A lot of help. But it's going to be tough to win in Pittsburgh. I believe.
1: We'll I mean, see what happens. that
0: offense is potent.
1: Well, uh, there's a lot a lot riding on the line. I look forward to watching I mean, what hasn't aired tonight as we record this on a Monday afternoon. New Orleans-Chicago should be, I think, a hilariously fun game. Oh my it could be fun for all the right reasons, and it could be
0: fun for all the wrong reasons. I'm still not sure if I'm going to change my pick on this game. I go back and forth because they're both terrible for different reasons, but they both have good offenses at times, too. At this point in the season,
1: though, I think Sean Payton motivates the Saints. I'm not sure Mark Tressman motivates a Brandon Marshall-less Bears team.
0: I mean, that's a that's a that's a big thing. I, I, you know, that's the one thing where I give them a big advantage is Payton's. I think clearly a better coach at this time, and also Brandon Marshall. No Brandon Marshall. I mean, where do they pick up the slack there?
1: I mean, Sean Payton is a fiery leader of men. Mark Tressman looks like a creepy biology teacher. Not the guy I want leading me into battle, mm-hmm. ever. Or making weird, off-color jokes during frog dissection. Right. You know who you are, sir. You know who you are, Mr. Osterman. In any case, we'll be right back to talk a little bit more after three seconds of
0: Chuck Berry. Go, go. Go, Johnny, go. Go. Go, Johnny, go. Go.
1: Hot Stove League action. That means go. Baseball. Baseball. Dude, so much stuff has been happening right now, and even more happened after we talked briefly about it last week. Your L.A. Dodgers dealing Matt Kemp to the San Diego Padres and then giving them, what, $30 million to just take him off their hands? Yeah,
0: $32 million. That's
1: crazy talk right there. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that your Detroit Tigers now have the home run king on their team, Ioannis
0: Espedes. It's Ioannis well you'll get used to it I'll once learn. you have him on your team i'll learn in time Look, and he's not the home run champion he's the home run derby all-star game champion back-to-back years back-to-back years guess who picked him twice you did me thank you
1: you know, you know who's gonna pick him now
0: me probably still probably you still but i want yeah. him first
1: <laughs> he's proven he can do it uh him him backing up miggy him hitting right behind miggy in the four hole that is what we call lineup protection here sir. you go
0: your junior Puig on your team now.
1: I want. I want junior. I mean, Puig. he's older than Puig. I want senior Puig. Can we trade for Yasiel Puig? No, because the Dodgers in shipping out Matt Kemp have basically told the entire rest of Major League Baseball for the next seven to ten years we are circling around Yasiel Puig. The only other superstar on the team aside from him was Matt Kemp, right?
0: Correct. And so... Adrian Gonzalez is a superstar. Clayton Kershaw is a superstar. Zach that's Grank, fantastic. Zach Greinke is a superstar. But in
1: the lineup, who's going to be hitting what? Hanley
0: Ramirez was a superstar.
1: Yeah, he's not there anymore. Yep. Yasiel Puig. Yep. Matt Kemp, the dis- a.k.a. the distraction, is out of town. They'll probably try to dump Andre Ethier as well and get that superstar. Super hot outfield of Yasiel Puig, Carl Crawford, and, I don't know, Skip Shoemaker. That's a winning lineup right there,
0: sir. Hmm. Well, I do believe that the Dodgers, in all their moves, they got rid of D Gordon too. Got
1: rid of D Gordon. They got now have Howie Kendrick on their team.
0: Howie Kendrick is, you know, he's a more consistent player than D Gordon. He's not as fast. Um, They've got uh, Jimmy Rollins at shortstop. Jimmy Rollins at shortstop. Assuredly, a better fielder than Hanley Ramirez. I mean, this is a great team five years ago. (laughs) Well, I think I think, but part of the Dodgers' problem was, you know, they get these guys who have flashes of brilliance and then are way up and way down. And now they've picked up some guys that are more consistent, and I th- I believe that this might you know really this team is them. better. Yeah, I th- I believe it's a better team.
1: This is a better team, and I mean we talked a little bit about the Red Sox last week, and they're picking up all the players. They picked up the Cubs, went ahead and got John
0: Lester. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about him anymore in the American League. Look, don't ever trust anybody that has. I don't think he's that good. The Royals put up like seven runs on him in the in the All Star game in like one inning or something. Pretty good. Yeah. So that he was an All Star. A loser. And you, can you ever trust a guy that has two first names?
1: Uh, John Lester. Yeah, thank it's, you. It seems like he should be a serial killer, and it should be like John Lester Hardison,
0: mm-hmm. or John uh, Lester.
1: John Lester what Brown. If was
0: Lester John. That doesn't sound like a baseball player at all.
1: At least, at least to be fair, though, at least his parents had the foresight not to name him Mo. <laughs> <It's> so dumb. <laughs> so based on all of these moves, I mean, you have to say right now, right? the Boston Red Sox are going to retake the AL East next year? I, I don't Do you know not think that? that? Um, they have talent already,
0: Yeah, and now they're even know. better. And now they have pitching. I'm not sure what to think about this. I mean, I feel like they picked up John Lester. and No, they didn't get Lester. No, Cubs got Lester. They, they, the Cubs are going to be mediocre. We don't care. I feel but, like they picked up like three different three number three stars. Yeah, Rick Porcello. Yeah.
1: Two other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I care about the one that I lost. What can I tell you? Um, I don't know. I guess in my mind, the Dodgers have taken a major step forward this off season, uh, after having a good season last year, but disappointing at the end. Yeah. The Red Sox had just an overall hugely disappointing season where they lose like ninety some odd games. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, any team that picks up all the players that they did, it just kind of makes me hate them. You know what I mean? So I don't want them to be good. You this didn't season.
1: already hate the Red Sox before this year? No. They had some charm ten years ago in two thousand four, even two thousand and what uh, seven, eight. They're
0: not in my team's division. I mean, and they, you know, they they took their lumps this last year. I'm just saying, it makes me. If I didn't like them before, I'm not going to like them now.
1: Do so tell me, no Yankees fans have just like renounced their citizenship yeah, no. and gone over? I, mean, I would think that as a Yankees fan, you'd be really excited about that. They're basically the new New York Yankees. Yeah, right. They're the Yankees from the mid '90s. Just sign every single player they possibly can. Pablo Sandoval. Store buy a team, man. Who else did they get? They got Pablo Sandoval. They got Rick Porcello. They got Hanley got Ramirez. Ramirez. I mean, this is a team that already has what, David Ortiz? How on many it. guys
0: that are like out you know, not fast or fat do they need on their team? They got Big Poppy, they got Sandoval, I they think they got Hanley Ramirez.
1: Would you say it's like reverse money ball? They're just straight up going for all the home run hitters who are fat and strike out a lot.
0: That's what I feel like they're doing, kind of. And you know, and they're just like, We're gonna have like ten starting pitchers and then we'll sort it out in spring training. Yeah, they
1: just show up However, man-
0: we're paying them all. Manager a bunch of
1: money. shows up and just says, Hey, here's the deal five of you guys are relievers now. Wait for your turn. Maybe you'll get back in the starting lineup at some point. But, yeah, they're spending a bunch of money, and I think they are spending it a little weirdly. I mean, a team of all first basemen and DHs doesn't seem to be the wisest call. But when it works, let's face it, it's probably going to work next year, isn't it? I mean, would you say right now this is the team that's going to be beaten by a well, Baltimore even, or a Tampa
0: Bay? Even their coach, John Farrell, he says, oh, we'll just sort out who, the, who our number one starter is like later. Wade Miley, Justin Masterson, Ooh. or Rick Porcello. I mean, do any of those guys scare you as
1: being a number one starter? Masterson's shown flashes. They're all question And mark. so has Porcello. Yeah, but,
0: not, but they're both kind of inconsistent. Yeah.
1: If you're going to go Clayton Kershaw versus any one of those three pitchers, what do you do other than admit you're losing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: We're I mean, pretty much done at that point. They all have great potential, but... Um, is it just me, or does it kind of feel they're like... They're spending
0: all this money, but they don't have a number one starter, it seems like.
1: Does it feel like high school tryouts? Like, they just get all the people who can play a little baseball, and then we'll just, like, run them around the yard, and then just figure out where they slot themselves? Is that kind of what John is saying right there? I, it's like well, Sandlot baseball. That's like
0: a Moneyball thing, though. Remember Moneyball? They are talking about, well, you know, this, but we're picking up that guy. He can't play first baseball. We'll turn him into a first baseman. You know, the, the stats show that that doesn't affect him enough to m- not make him an effective player.
1: Yeah, but it, what are they going to say? Like, uh, oh my gosh, well, we got Pablo Sandoval. We're going to turn him into a right fielder.
0: Well, Pablo Sandoval's a third baseman.
1: <laughs> He's a third baseman. You got Hanley Ramirez at shortstop, but he yeah. can barely play the position. Yeah. He's not a great defensive guy. David Ortiz, first base or DH. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening in Hot Stove. I don't know. You, don't, you seem to be
0: not as high on the Red Sox as I am we're both way high on the Dodgers. Well, I just have seen a lot in the past 10 years when a team spends a lot of money, they don't get a lot of bang for their buck. But
1: it works in baseball. I mean, look, the Marlins but did it ha- twice. The Yankees did
0: it for two decades. But when has it happened recently? The I Royals. mean, the Yankees still do it every year. The Royals. Shut up. The Royals, the Yankees still do it every year. Texas has been doing it for a while. They've been paying out the butt for these guys, and what have they got out of it? But
1: Texas only does it for, like, one or two guys, and they can't figure out why that's not enough. I mean, the Yankees <laughs> do it for, like, that's 15 true. dudes, you know? Yeah. I mean, you've got to fill the team with these guys if you're going to make it work, or have a good foundation and then take a couple, one or two, when you've already got the team around it. That's what Texas was doing wrong that entire time. But um, in any case, we're going to be right back, and we're going to talk more after three seconds of... Johnny Cash! Some gal would giggle and I'd get rid And some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue Amazing Race How sweet, we're in the final four of the Amazing Race Mm -hmm. I could have sung more, but I don't think anybody
0: wanted it Nobody, I didn't want
1: want even what I heard I didn't even want it, and I was doing it That's outrageous talk right there
0: Ray, Yes, you are the last song to arrive and I'm sorry to tell you, you have been eliminated from the race.
1: Thankfully, this is a non-elimination bout.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's oh, it's definitely an elimination round. We so, heard you. So, Phil, where's my next clue? Please, security. Security. However, on the actual Amazing
1: Race, it was non-elimination. Instead of being in the final three, inexplicably, they let all four teams race back to Los Angeles... Do you think that they just sort of did that because it would just be cheaper just to send them through Los Angeles without having to go through all the extra
0: trouble? I think they like to try to be... (sighs) Do something uh, different? Yeah, to do something tricky a little bit. Because I was like, they never do that, and then they did it.
1: Now, for those who saw, the Sweet Scientists ended up finishing in last place as the the, the one of the two of them, the, the taller one. Mm-hmm. she was basically dead to the world. She was dehydrated. She was having trouble. I think her leg was messed up. Like she was just done 10 ways to Sunday. I almost felt bad for her when they arrive at the finish line, right? Mm-hmm. And she starts to like feel woozy and is about to pass out. And Phil's got to get her a chair and a bottle of water. And they bring over the medical team. It looks like they might have given her an IV of some kind. And then they stand them up and he's like, how are you feeling now? She's like, uh, better. He's like, because you're still racing. I almost felt bad for her. Like, there was a look in her face of just like, because she had already resigned herself to being done and didn't seem, she was at peace with it, right? Yeah. And now, no. You're going to Los
0: Angeles. Hmm. Well, it's going to be exciting. Four teams, you know?
1: I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting
0: because with four teams, you could kind of Team up with another team and try to try to you know get get ahead of the other two teams Man. and then just out be, out you know if, let's say you're the dentist right they clearly think they are the best they do they team up with somebody else let's say the wrestlers who are great uh and then terrible they, and then they, but great and then they say okay we're gonna team up with them but at some point we're gonna just outrun them or you're not out, gonna outrun the wrestlers okay, though so you're gonna we're gonna get with them all the way to the puzzle that they always have at the end and then we're gonna beat them at the puzzle and we're gonna win.
1: Hopefully it's a good strategy. Although for it the sure dentists. seems like for as dumb as the wrestlers are, seemingly, and as sharp as the dentists think that they are, the wrestlers seem to read the entire clue a little bit more recently in the last episode, and the dentists just sort of bumboed their way through it and finished what? Third, Second. They finished in the middle. Yeah. And seemingly we're very fortunate to do so, because I thought a couple of times during the race that they're done. They are absolutely done. Goodbye, dentist. Goodbye, Tom Osborne,
0: son. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I think you're insulting Tom Osborne, but. They, they look exactly the same to me. I'm do sorry. Yeah. I, I, think I think Tom the Osborne's the dentist, like tall and skinny, and that guy's short and stocky. He's
1: muscular. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, I think they have the same eyes, the same uh, hairstyle, the same facial expressions. To me,
0: to me, the dentist looks like a guy that would be playing. Like uh Vince McMahon in a movie. <laughs> That's what he looks like to me. You're fired. That was my Vince
1: McMahon impression. Wasn't yeah, it great? It was great. But no, seriously, um, you're fired. Yeah. Moving we'll back to Rapid of the snow Ch- <laughs> <laughs> So who so we're gonna handicap it now.
0: Yeah, let's handicap it. Because
1: now. there's four teams going to the finals. I think already the Sweet Scientists are dead in the water. This is a mentally weak team, a physically weak team, and quite frankly, I can't fathom how they're even still around right now.
0: I think they're dark horses, Ray, because they get that whole flight. You get the whole flight. And they seem like they're pretty, you know, they just got dehydrated out riding those bikes real fast against those other two teams. But, you know... When it comes down to it, there's going to be some kind of puzzle. And if they can get to that puzzle, they might figure it out faster than the wrestlers. And, and the dentists always seem to make some bumbo move, even though they're the self proclaimed most dominant team of all time.
1: And let's face it, the Soul Surfers are kind of dopey themselves. They're smarter. They're very, very nice. They're, but they're smarter not the than, tools. Smarter than
0: you think, but sometimes they make little silly errors. I think they've gotten tougher as the, as the race has gone on. I, I suppose think they're so. the fan favorites.
1: Well, of course they are. They're uh, probably the best overall people. They're
0: nice uh and she's
1: got a heck of a story having her arm bitten off by a shark
0: yeah and she does amazing things i was like wow i she's doing better than i would this and i have two arms
1: yeah she is a better basketball player than you i will definitely uh, no, no, say that's not true oh I, no
0: oh no i would just steal from her all day ray and i would feel really bad though. i feel terrible
1: <laughs> yes. that's like that's like stealing a basketball from a one-armed woman uh, what are we talking about Handicapping the teams, though. The wrestlers go into it in first place, but let's face it. There's going to be a false stop when yeah. they get to Los Angeles, right? They're, they're all going to get there overnight, and it's going to be yeah, like all gonna be, 8 a.m. We're going to give be, you all a card. Be equal that again. That fake thing that the Amazing Race always does, where they drop off the teams, staggered as it goes, and then they all have to just wait around at the same moment anyway. I mean, do you they think, always do that. Do you
0: think there's any kind of uh, shenanigans in this last episode? Where, 100%. Where, where the wrestlers try to screw... I mean, they're the ones most likely to screw somebody over, which I respect. I love it. I love
1: anybody. It's, you know, you are playing for a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can lie once in a while, lie, beg, cheat, and steal in order to get what you want. And I think the wrestlers have been playing the others. You do it and the, the others last... are dumb enough to let them. Yeah,
0: you do it the last episode because there's no there's no way they can pay you back. There's no repercussions. Yeah,
1: You're not going to get a U-turn yeah. out of it.
0: Sorry, you guys are saying I'm a bad person. I can't hear you. I have a million dollars stuck in my ears. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you were to ask me right now, I believe there's going to be a point where they all just get a false stop, where they all get, like, blockade and they all start over fresh again with no advantages mm-hmm. and i think that obviously helps the science sweet scientists mm-hmm. however i have to say right now i think that the dentists as much as i don't want to see it i think the dentists are going to pull it out i think they're going to find their strongest leg in the final leg uh, as long as they don't make mental mistakes they just crush through every single challenge yeah, they're true. physically good they're mentally strong but they when, do they, it when they read
0: their clue they do it a lot now Does anyone know Los Angeles? I don't know where the teams are from. I know the one guy, the dentists are from the south somewhere, right? Where are the wrestlers from? They might be from Los Angeles. I don't think
1: they're from Los Angeles, Hmm. only because I don't recognize them. Sometimes I want to say they're from like Chicago or the East Coast or something.
0: Sometimes that has an advantage if if there's somebody that's from the town. If you know
1: the roads, yeah, yeah, because you know the fastest way to get to places and maybe even shortcuts as it goes.
0: I think it always comes down to somebody, you know, a bad cab and the puzzle.
1: The puzzle. And remember, there's going to be the uh, end-of-the-year puzzle where it has to do with like how well they took notes mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing. And let's face it, the wrestlers probably did not take great I notes. I think the
0: scientists took notes.
1: The scientists probably took can, notes. If they
0: can hang in there. It depends on what the challenges are. I can see know? that
1: the dentists have taken notes. I don't necessarily see that the Soul Surfers took any good notes.
0: No, maybe not.
1: And I kind of feel like them and the wrestlers were flying by the seat of their pants. So when they get to the thing of, you know, name all the countries we went to in order – Mm-hmm. You know, or or what have you? Like, I just can absolutely see one of the teams just completely bumboing it up, and I could see that team definitely being the wrestlers.
0: I'm cheering for the wrestlers.
1: I'm a hundred percent cheering for the wrestlers. They and then the surfers. They have uh, presented themselves as the heels this season, as the lovable bad guys who are going to be jerkos to everybody and just disrespect all the cultures they go to. I, and this is just me. <laughs> and this is just me. I think they're playing an act. I think they're playing characters. They yeah. are, they are in wrestling persona character. I don't think that I think that the real them is similar to the people they're playing on TV, but I 100% believe they're playing up that villainous aspect but, just for the cameras. But if
0: they were going to play that, wouldn't they play a nicer character because it helps them win the
1: game? No. You play a here's the deal. You play a jerky character that makes all of America hate you because they'll remember you, and then they can get booked all around the country after this. But we don't doing hate them. Wrestling shows all over. We love to hate them.
0: I don't hate them. I love them. I think they're funny that they tried to pull the power play where they where the you know it was the challenge when the they they had to go to different places and find where the clue was, and they left a the place, and the, and the the sweet scientists said, "Hey, was it there?" And they're like, "Nope." That was the best. And then the next episode, they're like, and "Hey, they were... you told us it wasn't there. Oh, well, I'm. So, well, I guess we thought you we, already had it. We
1: thought you had it. Oh, completely <laughs> lying out of his butt.
0: Ah, oh, it was great. Loved
1: it. No, I tell you right now, they get themselves because they'll be popular enough from being on TV, they'll be able to get paid to do these independent wrestling shows." But then when they show up at the scene, they go full-on heel. Mm -hmm. They fight against the most popular people in the promotion, probably lose to the top people in every promotion that they go to, but you're allowed to do that if you're the heel, and then everybody goes home happy. They got to see the funny team off of TV, and then got to see them get their
0: butt handed to them. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's my question, Ray. Are you still watching Survivor? I've never watched Survivor. Oh, okay, gotcha. I guess you don't know who was... uh... Who was on The Survivor this season? Well, the, the
1: owner of the Marlins.
0: Is that the season you're talking about? Jeff and, Kent? And guess who else was on? The Twinnies.
1: Oh, we saw that on a commercial. <laughs> the Twinnies. But wasn't, the it amazing just, wasn't it just one of them? No, I believe they're both on Were there. Were they both on there? Or yeah. was it like a Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen from Full House Deal, Or they just swap in and out when the cameras aren't looking?
0: Because that would be amazing. They don't look exactly... But I think one of them has a chance, I looked like on the commercial, to make it to the finals. So... I like the twenties,
1: but they turned on each other so fast, and they came into this. They were in this. I current just thought season. they were.
0: I thought they were annoying.
1: They came oh. into this current season. Remember, they were like first ones out the door because oh, their attitude right. was horrendous. Yeah, I just thought they it were wasn't this of... season. It was the All Stars. The previous yeah, All Stars. I season. thought but they, they were, were awful.
0: They were kind of annoying.
1: Like I really, really liked them at first, and then they just got. Yeah, they got. They, they were turned, kind turning of turned on each other. Kind of cute. They are kind of cute. Kind of cute. Yeah, I like their style. Yeah, I dig all. That. I
0: thought they were funny. Uh, but they were a little annoying sometimes when they're they were were just fun. like twinies here. Or like that it's, was fun. It was only annoying because it was the one of those twin things. Was like, okay, yeah. this is the inside thing. I no one else wants, no one else thinks this is. But funny. then
1: when they started yelling at each other, oh man, they turned on each other super, super fast, super fast, and it was dark. So hot. It was just so
0: absolutely so hot. What? 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 No. Anyway, like when it was so hot in the one place, they were they were very angry. At they each were angry. Yeah, and they got hot, and then it was also very because the sun was beating down. On yeah, them. yeah, no, yeah. no,
1: they got, yeah, absolutely. They got yeah. emotionally
0: hot. So hot.
1: Yeah. What what, anyway, if we were to pick <laughs> anyway, if we were to pick the top four teams in order they, of their finish, one, yeah. two, three, four, mm-hmm. i'll go first, you go second, we'll see how we match up, okay okay, I'm going to say dentist first, wrestlers, second, soul surfers, third, sweet scientist, fourth, what do you got
0: um if I'm just handicapping it? If you were to just say, here's the order, I think they're going to go in. Okay. It'll probably be the dentists. You think dentists win? Then I think it's the surfers. Surfers. Then I think it's the scientists. You go scientists there, and okay. The I think the wrestlers get caught up somewhere.
1: It's It probably... I'm just happy they made it this far. Yeah, I would love it if they won. Well, that would be so much you fun. you know,
0: it's, it's kind of a crapshoot, even us guessing this, because somebody's going to get eliminated at some random time during the race. That's right. So that could DNP. be. DNP. It could be. I mean, look, what if the, the dentists get a bad bad cab right away, and they're out? Sorry, guys. You're out. Oh, that would be amazing. Then, who knows? It could be anybody, then. It could
1: be anybody. Yeah. Well, we're going to be excited to watch, and I'm sure we'll talk about uh, the finale next week. Yeah,
0: Till Until absolutely. then, it's time to
1: wrap up the show. You ready to do it? Oh. Let's, sorry. We can do another eight segments, if you like.
0: Okay. Segment number
1: one. Okay.
0: Now, let's just end it. You want to? Yeah.
1: Okay. We'll be right back after three seconds
0: of... The Tonight Show. Here's
1: Johnny. Before we go, there's a story going around the NHL right now that blows my mind, quite frankly. And that's that over 13 players and two referees, as of this recording, probably more coming, all came down with a case of the mumps. The mumps, Hmm. that thing we get vaccinated over when we're one and then again at, like, what, five years old, right before kindergarten.
0: Yeah, don't you get the MMR shot, the measles, mumps, rubella?
1: Yeah, we all get the shots. uh, I mean, I I figure, and I don't
0: know. The MMR shot. The MMR shot, yeah. The measles, mumps, rubella. They don't get that in Canada? That mumps
1: thing that we've pretty much, like, gotten rid of for the most part, along with a lot of uh, these other diseases like polio and uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Hmm. People still get that, don't so,
0: they? Maybe I'm wrong oh, yeah, about that. They definitely do. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, all these NHL players are suddenly coming down with it, and, and it's and it's transmitted by spit, by saliva. But which why means are they these players it? are sneezing on but each
0: other? Do they not have? Do they not get the
1: vaccination? In theory, like Sidney Crosby just got it. And he's the number one star on the planet, and he's now admitted that he has the mumps after somebody noticed a big old mump on his face. And then he lost, like, 10 pounds. And it was either that or admit he has a heroin problem. And I have to say, Sidney Crosby, weak sauce. Just admit you like the juice. Hmm. Now. You heard it here first, everybody. So, Sidney
0: Crosby does heroin. But do we know if this is because they they, they did not get vaccinated? Or did they get vaccinated so, and yet they still got it? The players are
1: claiming that they were, in fact, vaccinated. So, there, I mean, there's a chance even if you get vaccinated, it's like a 1% chance you might still pick it up at some point. I knew
0: this was going to happen. You know, I know exactly what happened. Okay, here's what happened. What happened? Well, I hate these guys so much, and they're causing all this. It's that stupid hipster uh, folk band, Mumford & Sons. Oh, no. Yeah, they're probably listening to their music, and they're getting the mumps from the Mumford & Sons. They're probably sending their sons
1: to the games to sneeze over the sneeze guard, which is what they call the They can't warn us anymore. They call
0: themselves the Mumford & Sons. They've said, yeah, we're giving you mumps with our sons. Yeah. Mumford & Sons. They probably spit on their banjo, and they're playing the banjo, and the spit's all flying off the banjo. Or
1: you strings. know what? I also heard that they might have actually gone to see some movies starring these,
0: um, these weird musical puppets. Uh, the Mumpets take man The Mumpets. Yeah. The Mumpets movie. What do we expect? <laughs> this is the kind of society we live in, Ray. This is what we make popular. That's it's what disgusting. You get. It's what you get. Pop culture should not be giving you the mumps. First of all, why are all these NHL players watching those Mumpet movies, and why are they listening to Mumpet and Sons? And why all... aren't they just practicing? Thank you. And not
1: sneezing on thank each you. other.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: I guess the lesson here is get vaccinated. Yeah, and you disgust me, NHL players. You disgust me. Gross, Cindy C- Crosby. Admit you do heroin and then admit that you listen to Mumford & Sons.
0: Although I still love the Kings. It's a great team. Yeah.
1: In any case, we're going to wrap up the show right now. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff we got to do. I mean, uh, after all, we've got uh, ways to contact the show. Is this mm-hmm. the first time I've ever done this?
0: I think so. I ask that a lot. I usually do it. Yeah. I do it
1: every mm-hmm. single week, yeah. Brent, and, and yet I always find a way to screw it up.
0: Here's how I would do it. How would, Guys, you, you want to contact the show? What? Uh, we have a Facebook page. Look it up. We also have a Twitter. Look it up. Uh, do a search on Twitter. Ray and I are both on there. Uh, there's some guy that did our uh, logo. There's the guy that produces us. And one guy made uh, this little jingle for us. Anything you want to thank, Ray? I'd like to thank Matthew Stafford. Why? Because he's a great quarterback. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.
1: You're going to have to drag me out. You want it, and then you run and you flaunt it. I've got something to So all these topics we just should talk about, but of course, you know the topic I want to talk about first and foremost. The New York Jets. Oh
0: my god.
1: <laughs> I love me some Jets. Was it an 18-11 squeaker against the Tennessee no, it was Titans? Eleven to eight. Losing score was 11. I know that. Then 16 it was, 11. It was 16, 16
0: 11. 11. Okay.
1: A 16 to 11 mad romp against the Tennessee Titans, who are an alleged football no, team. I think it was 11 to 8. No. <laughs> All right, let's start again. Oh, my God. So, anyway, you're just going to screw it up again. What do you I'm doing? not. Go ahead. You should, come on. So, the Jets won 16 to 11. <laughs> Now you're just faking me out. How <laughs> dare you, harump, sir. <laughs>